the That's a Good Point podcast. On our podcast, we rank a list for you using our wonderful system that we call the Matrix, aka the Prioritizing Grid. Welcome. Many of our lists have been generated by our listeners, our fans known as the Pointers. Pointers, of course, has no T in their name because to communicate with us, get a hold of us on Twitter using the handle at that's a good point one. Point! No T at the end of that. Uh, let's just, you know, get right down to work here, guys. Okay. So, this is Brass Dion. tax time already? Uh, yep, brass well, tax time already. Got a lot of preamble to this one. Let's no preamble. This is Dion here with John and Irv. Uh, today we are going to rank for you the best teams that did not win the Super Bowl. Did not. They have to be football teams? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, one of the best teams of all time, I believe, was the uh, uh, 2016 Cubs. They did not win the Super yep. Bowl. So the 92 not, Bulls. The 92 Bulls, yeah. So these are some of the best teams. In the, yeah, sorry. The 2020 Cyclones. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I should be more specific. These are the best NFL teams. <laughs> ah, okay. They had a chance to win the Super Bowl and just couldn't pull it off. Just couldn't get it done. Um, Hopefully, if you're if you're new, you're gonna enjoy this. If not, you know how this works. Our matrix: each team will face off against the others in a head-to-head matchup. We'll vote. No bracket play here. The ones with the most victories um, will be ranked first. You know? Right, and that's how it works. That works pretty easy. You win, you win. As always, we had a few contenders that had to be cut from our list. So, whew, let's talk about some of the great teams that did not make our list. Uh, 1990 alone, the San Francisco 49ers and the Buffalo Bills, two of the greatest teams of all time, both of them lost to the New York Giants, who were the eventual uh, Super Bowl champions. That 49ers team was 14-2, and had multiple Hall of Famers. They were going for a three-peat because they had won back-to-back Super Bowls. Um, they had actually beat the Giants earlier that year, 7-3. to in a low scoring game, they lost in the NFC Championship game to the Giants, fifteen to thirteen. They gave up zero touchdowns, so they lost the Giants. And get all, all year long, they played them twice, gave up six field goals the whole time, and lost. And that'll do it. And then the Bills—it's kind of a famous loss. The was it wide right that field goal Super Bowl? Sounds right. Twenty-five. Was it Scott, Scott Norwood? Scott Norwood. Yeah. Yep. That nineteen ninety Bills team had quite a few. Uh, Hall of Famers on it. It was probably the best offering they had in those four years that they went to back-to-back-to-back-to-back to back to back to back Super Bowls and lost them all. It's crazy we didn't have a bull, a Bulls, Bills team on our list yeah. when they had such a good team. In, in looking at other lists, sometimes I saw where they would group things together, and we'll talk about that here, but they had, you know, the 90s, 90s Bills, Bills, the 80s Browns, like some okay. of those teams. I actually saw a couple of those articles, too, and it's yeah. like, yeah, when you look at it in that larger scope, you could make that argument. Right. Probably. At a macro level. A macro. Yes. Macroeconomics. But what we're looking at here is a single season. For that season, a team that you thought, man, they got a real good chance to win the Super Bowl. They're a great team. And they just didn't pull it off. So the one offering that we looked at was the 1990 Bills, but we ended up having to cut them. Uh, Sorry. A couple record setting offenses the 1983 Washington Redskins. Uh, at that time, they were the highest score on that. At the end of that season, the highest scoring offense ever. I think they had like I think I read they had a plus forty three turnover differential at one point. They had the Hogs. They had the Hogs. That that team um, lost by a total of one point in both of the two games they lost in the regular season. Wow. 
Hall of Famers were like Joe Gibbs was in the Hall of Fame, Art Monk, John Riggins. I think Daryl Green might have been a rookie on that team. Sounds right. Uh, one of the one of the Hogs, Russ Grimm, is in the Hall of Fame. I don't know if there's more than him or not. Um, Bobby Bethard was the GM of that team, and he's in the Hall of Fame as a, as a general manager. Um, but they were a record-setting blaze through everybody, and then the Raiders kind of clobbered them in, I think, that was Super Bowl yep. 18. That they yeah, that would be 18. Marcus Allen on that team. But they they end up getting cut. Another record-setting offense from not that long ago, the 2019 Baltimore Ravens. Uh, most rushing yards of all time by any team. They ended up 14-2, and kind of dominated the league. Uh, a lot of pundits had them going to the Super Bowl, maybe not winning that year, and they lost their first game in the divisional round to the Tennessee Titans. So, I think that's probably what kept them out. It's just like that was such a, I don't know, an impressive loss. Maybe that's not the way to say it, I guess. But Well, and it was an early loss. I think the, the teams that we have on here, I think all of them made it at least to their conference championship game, if not to the Super Bowl. Sure. Right? And so they lost in the divisional round and just didn't make it. Um the 1967 Oakland Raiders, widely regarded as one of the best ever AFL teams, but they were beaten pretty easily in what now we now call the Super Bowl. The Packers beat them in the second Super Bowl there. Who was on that Raiders team? That would have been Daryl LaMonica. Um, the Fred Bolitnikoff would have been oh, on yeah. that team. That's um, a name I know. Gene Upshaw, I think, is in the Hall of Fame as a, as a lineman. John Madden was an assistant coach, so he wasn't the coach yet. They didn't have like Kenny Stabler or any of those guys, so I think George Blanda was actually on that team, but he was more he was like fifty. Kick, yeah, he was more of a kicker <laughs> at that point than he was uh, smoking cigarettes and kicking yeah. field goals. But they went they went thirteen and one, and I mean, like I said, I think the AFL thought that's the team that's going to break through and beat an NFL team, which they weren't. So not so fast. Not so fast. <laughs> Uh, some teams, and we talked, we just talked about this, they're great for a long period of time, but they just never got over the hump or even get to a Super Bowl. What comes to mind to me, the late 70s, early 80s Chargers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don Coyle. That was a good team. Yep. Uh, Dan Fouts was QB. They couldn't make it to the, to the... They had that classic game against the Dolphins down at the Orange Bowl. Yeah, that was in that stretch of games. Kellen Winslow cramped up and was miraculously would come back out and catch some big... Passes. We just talked about Joe Gibbs is in the Hall of Fame. He was the offensive coordinator in 1979-1980 on those Chargers teams. For I didn't know Don, that. Don Coyell, yep. Um, I want to say they, they went like 12-4, and 11-5, 10-6. They lost in back-to-back AFC Championship games in 80 to the Raiders, 81 to the Bengals. And I think is that the coldest game, one of the coldest games ever played? That Yeah. Kenny Anderson, Kenny pride Anderson, of Augustana College. Was the quarterback in there. But so that's... You can talk about the Chargers again from 2006 to 2009. That's the one, yeah. Yeah, they went 14 and 2, 11 and 5. They made it to an AFC Championship game one time in there, but they had a lot of early exits in the playoffs. But they lost the Patriots, or who? They, they lost to the Patriots, the 18 and 1 Patriots. Yep. Uh, the Browns in the late 80s, they played in three AFC Championship games and lost all three of them, all three times to the Broncos. Um, they just could never get over the hump. Uh, 1986 Bears were the defending Super Bowl champions, but they had an injured quarterback. Uh, Some might argue not the best coach. Not making the bad best decision. decision. Bad decisions, and uh, they lost in the divisional round. So those are some of the ones that got cut. And I could see, I'm, I'm talking about these, 
especially that 83 Redskins team where maybe I could have voted for them. Um, some ways, yeah. Yeah. Or the 90 49ers, I think, were pretty good. I could have maybe voted for them. But our list today, I would say in no particular order, but it is in order by year. Okay. So this one is a particular it order. It is a particular order by year. So the teams we're going to be voting on, the 1968 Baltimore Colts. Number two, the 1984 Miami Dolphins. Number three, the 1992 San Francisco 49ers. Number four, the 1998 Minnesota Vikings. Number five, the 2001 St. Louis Rams. And number six, the 2007 New England Patriots. We just mentioned that's who beat San Diego, the one AFC championship. And they made it to in that little run they had. So um, talk about a few of these teams. Well, I guess we, we can talk about as we vote. Or do we want to talk about them first and, um, then, and then vote? We could do the kind of the give the rundown of them maybe before and then do our voting a little quicker. We don't have to give sure. as much. Does that make sense? That makes sense to me. Okay. So let's talk a little let's about do it. those 1968 Baltimore Colts. Um, they went 13-1 and in the regular season. Their only loss was to the Cleveland Browns, and they avenged that loss because they ended up playing Cleveland in the NFL championship because at the time it was NFL and AFL. And so they were the NFL champions, and they beat Cleveland 34 to nothing in that. So they avenged their one loss. Um, and then they faced the big underdogs, Super Bowl three, the Jets and Joe Namath. And you know, wagging the finger if you've ever seen that video. It's kind of a famous video, but they were upset that in that game. So did not win the Super Bowl that year. Don Shula was the coach of that team. He'd only stay for one more season before he'd go to the Dolphins. Um, other Hall of Famers on that team would be John Mackey and Johnny Unitas. Now, Johnny Unitas actually got injured in the preseason that year, and so their quarterback was actually Earl Morrill, who won the NFL MVP that year. He was great. He led the league in touchdowns. And Johnny Unitas did come in at the end of the Super Bowl game and play a little bit. I think he actually led the team on their only touchdown scoring drive. But that's the 68 Colts. You guys got anything to add about them? Nope. Uh, no, not much there. All right. The 1984 Dolphins, they were 14-2 and in the regular season. The, kind of a cool thing about this, and I actually remember this, the 72 Dolphins were the only team that ever went undefeated. They started out 11-0, and mm-hmm. and we're going to try, and you could tell they were trying to repeat history there, and they lost to the Chargers in overtime. And then from there, they kind of gave up on the whole perfect season thing and lost another game later, but... Uh, they did make it to the Super Bowl. Dan Marino was in his second year, I believe, and on fire, and he had a record-setting year as a quarterback that year. At that time, was set all the quarterback and Back in those records. days, if you threw for 4,000 yards, that was a that big deal. That was a huge deal. deal, yeah. yep. Uh, but they did end up losing the 49ers in Super Bowl 19. The Hall of Famers on that include the coach Don Shula and then, and then Dan Marino. Guys, got anything to add about? It was those? like a lot of really good players, but not a lot of yeah. Hall of Fame players. Right. Well, we had Clayton and Duper at the the wide receiver position. Those those are two of the better. And they had a couple good linemen. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, Dwight Stevenson was one of the best centers of the '80s, and he was the guy that Marino was behind. Yep. Didn't have much of a running game, if I remember right. No, I want to say that their leading rusher that year. Actually, I have this stat. Let me find it was Woody Bennett, and he rushed for 606 yards. And as we just mentioned, this was at a time when everybody ran the ball. So I would have guessed Tony Nathan. Yeah, Tony Nathan was next. He had 558 yards. So. 
what about those 92-49ers? So the 92-49ers, um, best offense in the league, top three defense. They finished 15-3 and three overall. They had a, a, a good run. They're two of their three losses. One was in the regular season to the Buffalo Bills, who went to the Super Bowl and got beat, obviously. And another loss was in the NFC Championship game to the Cowboys, who went on to win the Super Bowl. So two losses are very quality losses. Their third loss was against the 4-12 and Phoenix Cardinals. Yeah. Not sure what happened there. Weird. I did not dig into the box score to see if did Steve Young even play that game. I don't right. know. Right. Um, Steve Young was the quarterback, Jerry Rice, his main threat, um, the two primary uh, stars on that team. George Seifert was the coach, um, I think. He was, yes. Yeah, that's right. But they had a lot of good players, too. Ricky Waters, Brent Jones, Guy McIntyre, yeah. guys like that. And by this um, point, Roger Craig was gone, Ronnie Lott was gone. Yeah, they were gone, but Joe they still Mon- had eight Joe, pro bowlers Joe on Montana this team. was gone, right. Yeah, eight pro bowlers on this team uh, that was one of the the best offense and the number three defense in the league and two other three losses were against the Super Bowl champion and the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl runner-up. So that's my resume for the 92 49ers as I try to coerce some votes. Irv, how about those 98 Vikings? Quick shout-out to my dad, big Vikings fan, but uh, I know this one hurts him a lot, 98 Vikings for sure. So 15-1 and one in the regular season, you know who their one loss was to that year? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh. 27-24 at Tampa. Um, but they were the number one offense, 34.7 points per game. Sixth defense, 18.5 points per game allowed. Um, you had Randy Moss. He was the rookie of the year that year. Um, 17 touchdowns. Chris Carter had 78 catches. Randall Cunningham, 34 touchdowns, 10 interceptions that year. Uh, um, that was kind of him getting resurrected, yeah. pulled off the, the, the pile from the Eagles. And, we yeah. talked about groups of teams, like maybe not a single year, but over a, a period that you were surprised they never even got to the Super Bowl. Uh, the Randall Cunningham Eagles mm-hmm. were on a lot of those lists. Sure. Yep. But this one is the the tragic season. Gary Anderson missed that field goal in the NFC Championship. And uh, it's what a lot of Vikings fans hail back to, just how different life could be. Is he? Uh, he's not in the Hall of Fame, is he? Gary Anderson? I don't Morton is. Got me, man. But Gary Anderson was one of the best kickers of the yeah, 80s Gary, and 90s. And they were, I think they were drafted the same year. Yeah. The kicking Andersons. Yep. Yep. So, that's the 98 Vikings. Yes. Well, I've got a little info about the 2001 Rams. Yes. From St. Louis. Um, the greatest show on turf. Sure. Number one offense. Their defense wasn't quite as good. They were number seven ranked, so not as strong on the defensive side. Um, they got out there and tried to outscore you behind Cedar Rapids and UNI star Kurt Warner. You bet. Uh, Iowa Barnstormers legend. <laughs> um, From bagging groceries to winning. Yep, yep. Winning Cedar Rapids uh, Regis High School and then uh, went on to Northern Iowa and the Barnstormers. And what do you know? Going to the Super Bowl with the uh, the Rams. Um, but they lost three games that year. They lost to the Saints uh, in the regular season and then also lost to Tampa Bay in the regular season. <laughs> Tampa Bay. 
And Tampa Bay was pretty good at that. Yeah, time. they just they were giant killers. <laughs> um, and then they advanced to the Super Bowl, where they got beat by none other than the New England Patriots, and you know a guy you may have heard of at quarterback, Drew Bledsoe. Right. Yeah. All right. Steve Grogan. <laughs> Tim Brody. <laughs> so two, I, I get my Tom Brady chronology kind of confused. Two thousand one. That was his first year. His first Super Bowl? Yep. Yes. Yep. Was that the year he took over for Bledsoe? That was the year he took over for Bledsoe. Okay. Okay. Um, So the Rams, led by, I said, Kurt Warner, but also Marshall Falk is a Hall of Famer. Um, Orlando Pace on the offensive line. Yep. Uh, Isaac Bruce, Torrey Holt. A lot of good offensive players. Seven Pro Bowlers on that team. Most of them on the offensive side of the ball. I think Aeneas Williams might have been on the defensive side, if I'm remembering right. Um, but most of it was offensive-led from that Rams group. I remember that being a pretty big upset. That was also uh, right after 9-11. Mm-hmm. And so there, I remember that would being a big deal at the Super Bowl and, and watching that one. Sure. Everyone thinking the Rams would just run away with it, and they didn't. Little did we know what Tom Brady was going to go on to accomplish. That's right. Speaking of him... Last one here, I believe. Yep. The 07 Patriots. Segway. Yeah. 16-0 in the regular season. Uh, Number one offense, 36.8 points per game. Uh, Fourth defense, fourth ranked defense, 17.1 points per game. You had Tom Brady, who had 50 touchdowns and a little over 4,800 yards. Randall Moss, once again, 23 touchdowns. And Wes Welker had 112 receptions, um, 1,175 yards. Uh, but this one ends with the David Tyree helmet catch, oh, yeah. as we've it's referred to as, yeah. on that winning drive by Hall of Famer Eli Manning. That's right. Two-time oh. Super Bowl champion. I don't know about all that. But anyway, that's how that season ended. And what probably should have ended as a perfect season. And, you know, uh, but it didn't. So we'll see. That's why you play the game. How they fare? We'll see how they fare today. So, all right. I suppose we should get to voting then, right? Let's get to it. Let's do this. All right. I'll lead us off. This is going to be the 1968 Colts and the 1984 Dolphins. Um, I will vote for the Colts on this one just because I think there was a bigger shock when they actually lost versus the Dolphins. They great team that didn't win it, and that's why they're on the list. But they lost to the 49ers. And the 1984 49ers are probably one of the best teams of all time. And sure, so, they were 18-1, I um, think. The, the Dolphins were kind of just good at the wrong time, I suppose. This was a bad year to be a good team when you had to take on that 49ers team. And that's why I think the Colts, just a bigger shock that they lost that Super Bowl they made it to, and I'm going to vote the Colts here. You know, no one in 1984 would have said, if you said this is Dan Marino's best chance to win a Super Bowl and he's never going to get back, people right? would have said, you're crazy. Exactly. Um, but then they lost in the AFC Championship the next year, and it wouldn't have mattered because they would have been playing the best team in Super Bowl history. Yep. Oh, here we and go. <laughs> we just had to get that in there. Uh-huh. Um, but he never made it back. But I think that Colts team was probably a better team. Offense and defense were both really good. Um, they were a dominant team. They they were expected I think, to beat the Jets, and it was, yeah, like you said, Dion, quite a shock when they did So I'm going Colts. Yeah, give Colts a sweep on that one. All right. John, you're going to lead us off. It's going to be those 
68 Baltimore Colts, and the 92 49ers. Um, I'm going to go with the Colts once again. Um, I won't get into too many details on this one. All right. Yeah, for a lot of reasons you guys said and didn't know much about that 68 Colts. You knew that they had lost, but just digging into it a little bit more, I'm going to go with the Colts on this one as well. I will make it a sweep. All right, next up is going to be the Colts and those 98 Vikings. Irv, you lead us off. Uh, I'm going to go with the 98 Vikings. I just think that, um, you know, between the combination of their offense and defense, the, the star players that were on there, and um, Anderson had no business missing field goal. So. Well, he hadn't missed one all year. Exactly. So, so He was due. That's right, he was due. I, I, I look at it that <laughs> Law way. Law of averages. I, I don't look at it that way. And but. you realize that like they still were winning at that point. Like they, Oh, it, it's what took it to, I mean, essentially what led it to overtime, right? Like uh, They were up seven when he missed it. Yeah. They were about to go up ten, I think. Isn't that right? Maybe. And then I so remember watching it, but I don't when remember When he missed all it, then Atlanta that. got the ball back, went down and tied it to send it to overtime, and then they lost But it, that's another one of those cases where people make arguments against or for momentum. I would say that probably changed things. So I still am going to go to the 98 Vikings. Yeah. I remember the 98 Vikings very clearly, and as a Bears fan, had zero sympathy when that Not field sure. missed. Not um, and it was not around for the 68 Colts. I do feel like that 68 Colts was the bigger shock. Uh, but, you know, the 98 Vikings, because I was there, because I saw it, and because it was so surprising, I think I'm going to agree with you, Irv. I'm going to vote for the 98 Vikings here. Uh, make that sweet. I'll go Vikings as well. Right on. All right, I lead us off. This is going to be the 68 Colts and the 2001 Rams. If I remember right, gambling-wise, I think these were the two biggest favorites in a Super Bowl that actually lost the game. Um, but the 68 Colts were a bigger favorite, and so I'm going to vote for those. And knowing what we know now about Tom Brady, I'm going to vote for those 68 Colts. I think I'm going to go with the Colts as well. Um, they only lost one game in the reg- regular season Yep. Um, against... A pretty good Cleveland team. The Rams lost, and I know the schedule was different, and you played right, different amounts right. of games, but the, well, the Rams lost two games. Remember the Colts then turned around and beat them 34 nothing to yeah. get revenge on that loss. Um, but the Rams lost two games against average teams, yeah. so I don't think they were quite as strong probably in that time period. So I'm going to go Colts. Not, well, let's see. At one point, I probably would have went the Rams on this one, but I think you guys have kind of converted me more to the Colts, so we're going to give the Colts a sweep on this one. All right. But these were pretty close for me. Colts are getting some love. All right, John. I think Colts' love may end here. This is the 68 Colts and the 07 Patriots. Who do you go with here? Well, Mm. I think you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think, yeah, I don't know too many people that, other other than Giants fans that thought the Giants were going to win that game. Right. Uh, most people were thinking the Patriots would win by a couple touchdowns, I think. Because uh, the Giants weren't a great – they were t- – They were a wild card team, weren't they? Yeah. I think they, they – They were a wild card they had, team. They had a 10-6 record, I think, the, in the regular season. I believe season. the Cowboys won the division that year. So I'm going with the 07 Patriots. Yeah, they, the Giants were one of those teams that got hot at the right time, and nobody – I mean – Shouldn't say nobody. People thought probably it was going to fade out eventually. I just think everybody was sh- shocked, though. Oh, yeah. seven Patriots. 
What was the spread in that game? Any? Did you look that one up? I didn't look that one up. No. I didn't remember. Um, the thing that that I remember the Giants had going for them is that when the Patriots decided that they were going to try and go undefeated, was it week maybe sixteen or seventeen? One of the last couple weeks of the year, they played the Giants, and the Giants played them really well. It was sure. a very close game. The Patriots had to come back at the end and, and to put them away. They and that, which they'd been putting teams away pretty handily that year. And so I think there are a lot of people who thought, hey, if there's a team that has a chance, it might be, might be the Giants. And then, you know, like you mentioned with the with the helmet catch, and it just was kind of a almost a lucky game for them. So they were twelve point favorites. Okay. Which, like you said, the Rams That's a huge. The Rams were fourteen point favorites and, and got the beat. Colts were seventeen. Point and then favorites. yeah, you go back. Uh, this listed is 18. 18, so okay. 18. maybe it was a different sports book. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, most of the big double-figure favorites won because the Steelers were 10.5-point yeah. favorites yep. in Super Bowl fourteen. The Bears were 10-point favorites in Super Bowl twenty. Cowboys, 10.5. So yeah, we have three teams on here that were giant favorites to be Super Bowl champions and weren't, and that's probably one of the reasons they're on our list. Mm-hmm. S- side note, do you know which... Team had was the biggest favorite in Super Bowl history. I would have guessed those '68 Colts, but apparently not. According to this number, there's a team that was just a little bit more of a favorite. Can you give me a decade? Uh, sure, it would have been the 1990s. I think it was probably the Cowboys in one of those against the. Nope. Oh. Nope. Cowboys at list is 13 and a half point and 10. Is it the 49ers points. over the Chargers? It was 18 and a half point okay. favorites over the, the Chargers and. Yeah, that was the Stan Humphreys Stan Chargers. Humphreys, Bobby Ross. Which, I don't know why they didn't make our list. Yeah. <laughs> we did talk about the Chargers from the 70s and 80s and from the 2000s. We did not talk about the 90s Chargers. So. That's because they weren't all that good. Yeah. <laughs> they were in the Super Bowl. They made the, made the Super I remember watching that one, too. Yep. That was a bloodbath. Yep. All right. Irv, you're going to lead us off on this one. It's now the 84 Dolphins and the 92 49ers. Um. I'm gonna go the '84 Dolphins. I, I don't know. It, compared to my the the rest of them, for me today personally, I think these are probably towards the bottom uh, portion of my voting. Um, probably could be talked into the '92 Niners, but I'm gonna go '84 Dolphins. Sure. Um, I know that the '92 49ers were the best team in the NFC record-wise that year, but you just kind of felt like the Cowboys were on the verge of breaking through. And so when they won that game, I don't think I was shocked that the Cowboys were able to pull that off, and I was even rooting for the Cowboys in that that game. Whereas the 84 Dolphins, I wasn't shocked when they lost the Super Bowl, but that was just such a great team and and so much fun to watch that I think they were probably, I'm going to say they were a little better team, and maybe they weren't, but I'm going to go 84 Dolphins as well there. I'm on the Dolphins too. I think that 11-0 start really got them going in the right direction and made everyone think, like, this is a great team. Yeah. And you thought they had a chance. As good as those 49ers were in the Super Bowl, you thought they had a chance just because they were so close to going undefeated as well. Not a whole lot of drama in our voting here today. Not yet. They've all been sweeps. Really, the thing for the 49ers, the 92 49ers, that if they would have just lost two games and they were to Buffalo and Dallas, I might vote for them there. But that loss to a bad Cardinals team... Well, I, I know Maybe that they weren't that great. I would actually put the ninety four to me the nineteen ninety forty nine ers were a better team than the ninety two forty nine ers, but that's just me. I don't know that a lot of lists have it work out that way. 
I lead us off. This one's going to be the 84 Dolphins and the 98 Vikings. Uh, these are pretty close in that they were record-setting offenses. Um, they blazed through that regular season and then hit a bump later. I don't know if it means more that the Dolphins made it to the Super Bowl and the Vikings didn't, but I remember watching both of these teams. Um, the Dolphins did lose to a better team because the Vikings lost to the Falcons, who eventually lost to the Broncos in the Super Bowl. I'm actually going to vote for the 84 Dolphins here, I think. I think you brought up some good points that these are two pretty comparable teams where offense drove, drove yeah. their seasons. Um, the defenses were kind of secondary. Uh, you can kind of say that about the 01 Rams a little bit too. I like the star power on the 98 Vikings a little more. I think you got the better quarterback with Marino, but every other position, I mean, Chris Carter and Randy Moss, Duper and Clayton are okay, but they're right, not Chris those guys Carter are better. and Randy Moss. Right. John Randall on the defensive side, he was like the, the anchor of that defense and, I, I always liked Randall Cunningham, even when he was on the Vikings. Yeah. Um, seven offensive players were Pro Bowl selections for the Vikings that year. Seven out of the 11 positions. And they didn't have a bad loss, so I'm going Vikings. Yep, I'm going to go with Vikings as well. All right. John, you lead us off on this one. This one is going to be the 84 Dolphins taking on those 01 Rams. This one to me is probably my closest matchup because of a lot of what I just said. Um, ah, boy. I don't really know where to go with this. A lot of the numbers are pretty much identical. Both teams were number one in offense. Both teams were number seven in defense. Both teams featured seven pro bowlers. Both teams made it to the Super Bowl mm -hmm. and then got beat. I mean, these to me are two pretty comparable groups. Dolphins have that 11-0 start and lost to one of the better teams of all time. 49 or the Rams probably have better overall star power. Uh, yeah, you uh, just went with the star power on the last one. I did. I might have to flip a coin. <laughs> and Rams. Rams. I'm going to back him up on this one. I'm going to say the Rams. Um, I just think, you know, again, they were the greatest show on turf or whatever. I, this one's really, I think, a oh, really tough matchup. It, it definitely is. I, it, I'm, and I, I'd I, say it's definitive we, at We all. just talked about those 98 Dolphins. Like, I, I think those these three teams are all very comparable in that they're very offensive-driven, star power, um, the, the great quarterbacks, and so... Yeah, they're all kind of similar, but I'll I'll go with you guys and also vote for that that Rams team making a sweep. All right, Irv, you lead us off. This is going to be the '84 Dolphins and the 2007 Patriots. Um, Patriots. I and I don't think there's a whole lot of like for me argument here, but I just think the Patriots is the bigger shot, the bigger. Well, and that yeah, that team was great. I mean, they steamrolled everybody and just. I think you've made this point before. Couldn't pull it out in the big game. That 07 Patriots team is probably a top whatever team still with a, without a Super Bowl ring. Like, they, I mean, you could put them above some of the yeah, we, we greatest could, teams of all time. We, we could drop best team that didn't win a Super Bowl and just have what's the best NFL team, and this Patriots team could probably make the top 10 list. Right. Just being that good. You could make that argument. Mm -hmm. I think you could. 
Yeah, I'll vote for them as well. Same. All right, make it a sweep. All right. I lead us off. It's going to be the 92 49ers and the 98 Vikings. I think I'll probably have to go with uh, the 98 Vikings here in this one. 98 Vikings. Make it a sweep. John, you lead us off. It's going to be the 92 49ers and the 01 Rams. Um, I'm going to go with the Rams. I will also go with the Rams. I will back you up and go with the Rams. And then, Irv, you lead us off. This is going to be the 92 49ers and the 07 Patriots. Patriots. <laughs> Patriots. Yep, same. This might be the most we've agreed on any it, uh, It's got to be, list. yeah. Makes for bad bad podcast it does. listening. Maybe everyone out there will disagree with us. Yeah, then. you guys all need to well, disagree. Get a hold of us on Twitter at that's a good point one. Point! But I'll say this, like in pre-production, when we first started coming up with this list... I don't know that right then and there I would have thought the same as you guys or, you know, whatever. Like, I think the research and whatnot and just how we go about analyzing this, I think, has made it this way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Thank you. All right. I'm going to lead us off. This is the 98 Vikings and the 01 Rams. And I mentioned this earlier, 84 Dolphins, 98 Vikings, 01 Rams, all very similar. And I'm going to go with, actually go with the 2001 Rams here in a slight upset. You talked about star power. You talked about expectations, like, no offense to Vikings fans, but there's nothing surprising when the Vikings lose in a big game. I mean, it just kind of happens, and so seeing that happen, and it was just the championship game, whereas the Rams That did. statement's going to get a few folks fired up. Well, that's we, you guys just said it was a boring podcast. I'm trying to get some, <laughs> trying to trying to get people, some people to uh, interact with us here, so... Yeah, seeing the Vikings choke was no big deal, whereas that Rams team, you thought, oh, man, they're definitely going to win this. And so I think the Rams probably are a little better team than that 98 Vikings team. So, yeah, I'd, I'd agree. Like like you said, the Vikings, Rams, Dolphins, three very similar teams. This one, I felt the star power was pretty comparable. Mm-hmm. Um, very similar teams. I'm going to give the Rams the edge because they actually made it to the Super Bowl and were favored to win the Super Bowl, where the Vikings just kind of fell apart after that field goal didn't go through. So I'm going Rams. Yeah, I'll agree. There wasn't the surprise. Like you said, Vikings fans are pretty used to losing. But I think, too, like you look at the history of the Vikings, and maybe there's other times where they thought they were really freaking close. Like, you know, even like the Brett Favre Vikings or um, what are some other ones that I'm – wasn't there that game not too long ago where they had the Saints through that last second touchdown? Oh, yeah. That is some name that I don't know what it is. And well, no, the but the, the Vikings threw the touchdown. The oh, Vikings, the Vikings threw yeah. okay. Minneapolis Miracle or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. The Vi- Stephon Diggs. There's all yeah. the teams from the. But 70s. then didn't they lose like the next game? Yeah, there's all the teams from the seventies. You remember when they were playing in Minnesota's stadium and the dude shanked the, the was it a field goal or an extra point? It was. I mean, it was super close yep. against the Seahawks. Yeah. Right? And I mean, what it, was that guy's name? And they they should have won. And is that when it, they were the purple people eaters? Like that's when they were like known as the the Vikings in the seventies. In the seventies, yeah. right? That's yeah, right. Th- this game was just from a few this years was, ago. Yeah. I, were, oh, I, I think I watched it in Costco. Yeah, they were playing. The, <laughs> they were playing in Minnesota Stadium because they were working on their. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they were playing at the University okay. of Minnesota Stadium. The, they were playing the Seahawks. Oh, yeah, sorry, University of Minnesota. The yeah, Golden what Gopher was Stadium. that kicker's name? Um, was that Blair or something? or Walsh. Blair Walsh? Was, was he that? a kicker? I thought so. I'm, I'm sure all right. the uh, 
Not that it matters. I would have voted Vikings there. Just okay. to kind of wrap that. But, like, and I, you know. Yep, Blair Walsh. Yeah, see? That make pretty that much up. ended his career. He <laughs> got at the age of 25. <laughs> All right, John, 98 Vikings, 07 Patriots. Where are you going here? Um, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the Patriots still. Yep. A, a closer matchup, I yep. feel. Make it, a, make it a sweep. And then our, our last matchup is going to be those 01 Rams and the 07 Patriots. What do you have here? Patriots. Same. I'm going to go with the Rams just because. Okay. Just to be different. <laughs> I That's one I... Could maybe make the argument a little bit, but yeah. not good enough, I don't think. All right, I'm going to do some calculating here. Um, you know, I didn't really think much about a, a, a good, solid question. Um, but kind of to piggyback off of what we were just talking about, the Vikings, what are some of the other more snake-bitten NFL franchises that you can think of? Just they're more prone to losing? Yeah. Mm. Like what comes to mind? I, well, I, have the Detroit Lions ever been good at anything? <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> where's Kevin? At? I think there's only like a couple teams that have never been in a Super Bowl, right? Right. And the Lions are one of them. Right. And the Browns are one of them. Right. Um. I don't know. I'd, I'd say them, but like yeah. I mean, obviously, the first teams that come to mind are probably the Vikings and the Bills because they've lost a lot of Super Bowls. Um, but to their credit, they're at least getting to some Super Bowls. Yeah, early on in their, you know, just uh, creation, the Buccaneers were what, 0 28, but then, the, you know, they've won a couple of Super Bowls. So. Oh, you know what I heard? I heard the NFL has approved for this coming season that they can have more than one helmet to wear. Yes. Which opens it up for the Buccaneer. Helmet on the and the, the Patriot hiking the, the football thing, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it, it opens the door that they'll be able to, the old to use those, those throwback helmets because they're worried about safety. Right, they, they would have to fit them with two helmets, so they're saying that they have to wear those helmets throughout the week of practice. Sure, but they are going to hopefully be. Able I'm to looking use forward those. to that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What's the results? Well, so we got a three-way tie. Oh, boy. Oh, man. And so you keep track. I've been keeping track of total votes. I yep. thought this would be a good way. They all got the same amount of votes. No! Yes. And they all, one beat the other, and one beat the other, and one beat the other. So it's a legit three-way tie. Got the same amount of votes, same amount of victories. Well, this might be one of those that other. we have to throw a tiebreaker out to the Twitterverse. Yep. So we'll let them break the tie. Anyway, in sixth place were those 1992 San Francisco 49ers. Yep. Fifth place, the 1984 Miami Dolphins. Right. Our three-way tie are the 1968 <laughs> Colts, 1998 yeah. Vikings, and the 2001 Rams. Uh, so, throw that out to Twitterverse there. Colts, Vikings, Rams. Which one of those was a better team or had a better season and did not win this so we can let Twitter choose the second place finisher. There we go. And then, of course, our winner, and it only had one vote, and I think that was just John being a contrarian. Those 2007 New England Patriots, probably the best team that never won the Super Bowl. Best NFL team. You know what, though? Like, you look at their roster, and yeah, they have Tom Brady. Yeah, they have Randy Moss. The other names are 
good football players, but yeah. they were not a star-laden team. Wasn't Junior Seau on that team? But I mean, I know I know he was at the end of his career. But yeah. they had a few of those kinds of. But guys. you look at, and I think that just goes to the way the Patriots do things. And yep. the Belichick philosophy, the Patriot way. Yeah. And, and like we said, you could just do the best NFL teams of all time, and you're going to pick. Obviously, you're going to pick Super Bowl winners, but this is the one non-Super Bowl winner that's probably going to make your list and could maybe even argue be a top 10 team right. of all time. For right. sure. Let's do a quick start one, sit one, cut one. We've been talking about best teams that never won the Super Bowl. Uh, what about some franchises that have never won the Super Bowl? I think we looked this up. There was 12 different teams that have never won a Super Bowl. Four have never been there. The Jaguars, Texans, Browns, and Lions. And then, of course, you got the Vikings and Bills who have each lost four. Bengals, Falcons, and Panthers have each lost two. And then at one point or another, the Chargers, Titans, and Cardinals made it but didn't win it. So we're going to pick three that we kind of consider to be the most snake-bitten franchises, the ones that when you think of lousy football teams, you probably think of one of these three. And so <laughs> apologies to Kevin. The Lions is one of them. Apologies to my son. Cardinals is one of them. And I don't think I have to apologize to anybody. The Browns suck. So <laughs> The Browns. That is true. I don't know that I know a Browns fan. Yeah, I don't know too many Browns fans. Cardinals, Browns, and Lions. We're going to start one, sit one, cut one. Who do we think has the best chance to actually... So if we start them, we think they have the best best chance chance to win a Super Super Bowl Bowl. first? Yep. Yep. I'll say this. Okay. People are most likely to say, I'm going to take the Browns to the Super Bowl... As a, as a means of saying they're going to the bathroom. That's not what we're talking about. Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I have never heard that. You've never heard that? Oh, Take the no. Browns to the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> I never heard that. Oh, I can't even have heard that. Yeah. Huh. I'll go first here, and I'm going to cut the Lions. And just the current state of where they're at, it seems like maybe they just traded their quarterback. Uh, maybe they're in a. They got Jared Goff. Yeah. Good point. Is it, though? Is he's, that a good he's point? He's played in the Super Bowl. Uh, they didn't score any touchdowns in that Super Bowl, uh, but he played in one. Anyway, I'm going to cut the Lions. I think they're the farthest away. Cardinals have a good young quarterback, a uh, good receiver, and so I'm going to bench them, but I'm going to get on uh, Baker Mayfield mania here. The Browns wow. had a good season. They went to the playoffs. They played well. I think they're the closest. I don't know... The, they're the Browns, though, so I mean, are they going to get over the hump? You just Keep don't... in mind, none of these are great choices. Right, none of these are great choices. But I think of those three, to me, I'm going to start the Browns. I think they have the best chance to win one in the next few years. So okay. coming out of the different divisions, looking at like who, what other teams and like the long-term prospects of who they'd have to face and like conference-wise and everything, I still got to agree with you in cutting the Lions. Yeah. And like you said, they basically look like – Again, Goff was in a Super Bowl, but they almost look like they're just starting over, which sadly still doesn't mean anything for the Lions. <laughs> but um, I, I don't know. I kind of I, I could probably go either way on this. But I we think talk just about the we, division. The Browns would have a tougher division, right. I think, to get through. So I, that's why I was kind of thinking on benching the Browns and then actually starting the Cardinals. Sure. You do have Russ Wilson, the Seahawks, the 49ers just went to a Super Bowl there, but I still think that AFC North is just a little tougher because the Steelers are always, they find a way to be good. Yep. And the Ravens are really good right now. Yeah. And I, the Bengals look like they're on their way up. So. Yeah, I'm going to go with you guys on cutting the Lions because I just, 
don't Kevin see is them gonna going to us. Uh, <laughs> I think he knows. Kevin, you know, right, man? <laughs> I am going to bench the Browns and start the Cardinals. Didn't the Cardinals sign J.J. Watt? I thought so, yeah. That and sounds correct. A.J. Green? Did they sign A.J. Green, too? I thought they have A.J. Green. And they got DeAndre Hopkins last year. Kyler Murray's a superstar in the making, and the Browns are going to find a way to be the Browns. Sure. I just have a feeling. All so right. So I'm going I'm to go ahead and start the Cardinals, even in the tougher division. No, I'd say the, Bra- I'd say the Browns is the tougher division. Oh, okay, okay. I okay. would. So I'm going to start the Cardinals, sir. Excellent. All right. Well, good episode. Yeah, great episode. Hopefully, uh, if you disagree with us, we did try to fire you up there at the end. So, get a hold of us. Let us know. We have an Instagram now, right? In, in the gram. In the, the gram. The gram. It's uh, that's a good point one because nice. we had to keep it consistent. Had to keep of it consistent. By the way, did you guys know? I mean, I don't know, but we have a new social media director. Oh, John nice. Peterson is taking over Excellent. his social media. All because director. I wanted to make an Instagram. Herb <laughs> saw this as his moment to just get rid of it. So. Check us out on the on the socials. Yeah, on the socials. And until next time, I'll be the same.